live. Live. Hey, Matt. How you doing, Jordan? Good, mate. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, everybody, for uh, tuning in. Um, for those of you who listened to the last podcast, uh, we did a podcast about ultra racing, and we talked with the one and only Matt Falconer and Ryan Flynn. Uh, and if you haven't listened to the podcast, then please go back and listen to it. It's the first episode. And it was just before Matt left to do the transcontinental race. So here we are. We are sat on a ferry. Rocking and rolling. Rocking and rolling on the way back from France. We've just picked up Matt. We were there for the finish. It was beautiful. And uh, so we're doing this podcast to uh, have a bit of a a wrap up with the main man himself. So Matt, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Pretty tired, as you can imagine. I I can imagine. Yeah, it was a very, very tough race um probably didn't quite quite go as well as expected but in a lot of respects it actually went exactly how i kind of imagined because i wasn't quite as fit as i wanted to be at the start and yeah um but yeah it's very tough um but i kind of pushed on through and got got to the finish um with you guys waiting for me that was um yeah that was a very special moment yeah um yeah it was it was very very tough but uh mm. on the most part enjoyable sure there's there a lot of stuff that wasn't particularly enjoyable but yeah, yeah it's good fun well it was an absolute um pleasure being at the finish you know we're a little bit apprehensive maybe you know because you've been through you know quite a difficult few days um but it was lovely to be a part of it and it was lovely to kind of see you cross the finish line um so we'll we'll come back to the finish but um no we're not going back to the finish don't worry <laughs> no. we'll, we'll, we'll come back later <laughs> in the podcast um but yeah let's let's talk through your race yeah. okay so for those who uh, don't know um just maybe give a real quick overview of what the transcontinental is mm-hmm. and then let's talk about this version of it where you started where you had to go through where you finished sure so the transcontinental race um it's a uh, unsupported uh bikepacking race mm. uh, ultra race um that traverses the continent of europe um yeah. i think there's there's about 260 competitors this year um wow. and yeah you make your way from from the start this year it was in uh, burgos in um burgos in bulgaria yeah wow um, and you go through a series of checkpoints um, to get to the finish in Brest. Mm. Um, the checkpoints this year were um, in the first one was in Bulgaria. I can't remember the name off the top of my head, or I kind of do, but I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> we, we, we forgive <laughs> um, you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> the second one was um, so the first one was I think it was probably about 160k in, yeah. so it was quite close yeah. uh, to the start, which is unusual. Um, the second checkpoint was in the um, Serbian mountains in the south. Yeah. Um, very, very interesting gravel um, road, and it was more like a, a scree slope than yeah, a gravel well, road, to be honest. I but, saw photos from it, and it yeah. it, it looked unrideable unless yeah. you were on a lightweight mountain bike. Yeah. It, well, I'll, I'll come back to that. Sure. But, um, yeah, that was that was really really quite tricky. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of it was yeah uh, more kind of. Uh, uh, a slow grind up the yeah. gravel road but yeah. the technical stuff yeah. Um, yeah that was fun I'll come back to that okay. um, <laughs> but the third checkpoint was uh, the Passa Gardena in um, Italy yeah, wow. um, which then stretched on through a number of very very steep climbs yeah. uh, through and around Bolzano yeah. eventually going up the Timmelsjoch yeah. uh, Pass yeah. um, or the Passo uh, Rombo I think is the Italian version of it uh, into Austria 
uh, where the control was. And then from there, it went on to um, out to Wes. Yeah. Um, again, not as simple as just going up and not down out to, Wes. out to Wes. No. So we had to go <laughs> up uh, the Telegraph to get to the start of the power core yes. before doing the Glibia yeah. and then the gravel climb at the back. Yeah. Um, so super, super technical um, uh kind of climb and in fact the last climb actually out of there um out of Alpadoes was yeah. the other side of the valley um really very special um and then it was a um a thousand kilometer sprint into a headwind to okay. the finish oh fun um across the rolling grinding terrain of France wow. in, and the finishing breast so yeah 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 and we were we were here we were waiting for you at the finish um so you covered you covered, uh, what, 3,600 kilometres, uh, was it? 4,100 kilometres. Oh, 4,100 kilometres, okay. Yeah, this was actually probably one of the longer races. Yeah, really, okay, um, fine. I thought it was shorter than that, forgive yeah, me. Yeah, no, I, so on the face of it, it should be about 3,700. Yeah. But some of the parkours were quite long, and that forced sure. you to take extra kilometres. And um, you were taking extra, you know, distances to get to the ice cream parlours. Well, exactly. And you that have add, to, that adds up. Yeah, you yeah. have to, yeah. you know, get your priorities <laughs> right and, <laughs> you know, work out where the McDonald's yeah, yeah, is yeah. and then, you know, yeah. detour to that yeah. or um, the best ice cream is. So. Yeah. And so you you covered it in how many days? That's a very good question. Um, I had it earlier. I think it was um, 12 days, 14 hours and yeah, some wow. minutes. So, wow. yeah. And so we were there at the finish in Brest, and so we, we were seeing you finish in 20th position at yeah. 260, which is just remarkable. You know, I know you had maybe some expectations, but we'll, we'll, we'll debrief your, your race in a moment. But we were at the finish, and uh, it was great watching a few other competitors come in, and, and um, we missed the winner, who was this amazing German uh, lady called Fiona. Corbinger. That's it, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was, gr uh, you know, we spent some time talking with uh, Rory and the rest of the sort of TCR team. I know Anna was mainly at the back of the course, so didn't get a chance to see her. But, um, you know, it's an amazing race and, and it's been fantastic seeing the amount of coverage in the press. I mean, you've been away, but yeah. uh, of course you have your phone, but back in the UK and even in other parts of Europe, you know, there's been so many uh, um, uh, different sort of yeah. you know, press that have, have taken it up, BBC, The Guardian, and then all the main cycling ones. Yeah. And normally the TCR isn't covered. So it's fantastic to kind of see that achievement, you know, really honored and recognized and yeah. uh you know this is the seventh edition of the tcr which a lot of people don't realize yeah it's the seventh edition but it's also i think history's been made for yeah. this edition yeah. um showing that the the leveler that you know is ultra racing absolutely and the, right and uh, you know the gender yeah. side of it yeah. doesn't really come into it no other than you know there may just be more men entering yeah, yeah. um until now so yeah. well, i, I think, think that's, that's going to change and you know i know this year in the tcr there were more women than there had been previously which is great yeah um but also, you know, obviously, you know, we know Sarah Hammond very well. She's always kind of, you know, set the tone. And it's nice to see it being recognized more, which is fantastic. So massive shout out to the transcontinental team. I think they did a great job this year yeah. organizing and, uh, you know, really kind of, you know, showing the best of this, you know, fantastic world of, of ultra cycling. Um, so your race, mm -hmm. um, I think it's fair to say it didn't quite go to plan. And you really had some a couple of kind of uh, uh, you know physical issues. Yeah. Um, when did things start to go a little bit you know south for you? Okay, so um, 
the start this year in Burgess, it's there was a, a, a start parkour. Mm-hmm. So it's a route you have to follow, which took in this wonderful gravel road. Mm. And it was quite nice. It was fairly straightforward. But at the end of this gravel road, there was this um, uh, drain kind of across the the uh, the road, yeah. which is just nice and deep enough and wide enough for your front wheel to just oh, drop no. straight into. Oh, God. Um, so I think um, Alex, who finished in like fourth or fifth, he yeah. dropped in there and broke a wheel. Um, oh, and uh, That's Alec, I, Alex Jacobson, the American kid. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Um, so he had a uh, yeah tough time with that. I, I only punctured going in there, got a pinch flat. Yeah. Uh, but the puncture was such that it kind of damaged the tire wall. Oh, and sure, sure, sure. I went on to have four more punctures that day. Um, I think, though, the biggest thing for me on the first couple of days was just the the elevation. Like, I mean, I went into the, the race quite heavy and not as fit as I'd really like. <clears throat> um, and so that kind of left me struggling or going slowly up the hills. Yeah, I mean, sure, sure. I've got one speed for hills anyway. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, which is whichever my lowest gear is <laughs> yeah. um but yeah um so i was kind of left chasing on so the first first two days um i rode straight like mm. uh, i didn't didn't sleep because i wanted to catch up with the front yeah you know um i lost a lot of places just by fixing punctures mm. um because it was so close to the start it was kind of didn't really mean much yeah, but of course you know mentally i was like yeah i want to make a, a point of this yeah um so yeah, rode for the first night, um, caught up with, I guess, the, some of the top eight, top ten yeah. uh, on the next day. Um, but the heat was something else. Okay. Uh, the heat in Bulgaria, very, very hot. Um, what are we talking, like 30 plus, 40 plus? Uh, high 30s. Yeah, sure, well, that is hot. And is it dry, is it humid? It's kind of dry yeah. and also head windy. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, it's quite... I, I don't mind the, the hot weather too much. Mm. You kind of have to uh, just get on with it, yeah, but sure. also you know, make sure you're drinking as much as you yeah, can. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. eating as many ice creams as you can. Absolutely. Yes. You know, absolutely. Um, that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, made it through to the the second control. Um, the the parkour was like I mentioned, just in Serbia. Mm-hmm. Um, so for it, the, for the, for listeners, um, when Matt's referring to parkour, you know, the the not one of the things about transcontinental is there's no set route per se you have checkpoints that you have to reach um five checkpoints in total including the finish um and but uh, but occasionally they have what's called a parkour which is a set route usually leading up to the checkpoints that you have to do like you cannot not do it it's, it's yeah, compulsory it's, um, so it's the only set route along the course yeah it's for the for that uh, the checkpoint or the control it is the route for that yeah, control yeah um but yeah yeah um, so yeah, I think again, I'm terrible, very tired as well still. Really? But I'm still remembering uh, names of places, <laughs> little Don't. details. Um, but it's it's a, a mountain um, which has only got a gravel roads going up to the top. Yeah, sure. Um, there is a weather station I think is is on top, okay. um, and it sits at about two thousand meters. Yeah. Um, but the gravel road comes up, so you go through the border from mm. Bulgaria to the south. Um, and the gravel road just winds up. Yeah, it's not particularly technical. Yeah, um, but I was pretty cautious of not yeah, getting of a puncture because yeah, yeah, I was yeah. paranoid. Because you had a um, previous couple of days, yeah. And yeah, so I just kind of worked my way up slowly. Mm. Um, you get to the top, and uh, it was a scree slope. It, it was just like this kind of loose, shingly, yeah. 
quite sharp kind of gravel. Yeah. Um, and there was this horrible wind blowing, yeah. and there was a thunderstorm kind of brewing in the background, and it was dark. It was getting dark. It was nighttime. Um, and I'm pushing my bike up um, at an angle, so it's like at a 45 degree angle to um, deflect the wind. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was coming across. Oh my gosh. Um, and it was it was quite insane. I, I did post a. Uh, a video i'll probably share that again yeah, at some yeah. point but just the the crazy wind yeah. it was just insane yeah and i, I was kind of questioning yeah. whether i'd got the right gpx track yeah, whether sure. i was actually in the right place oh, because wow. you know it, it just seems so far and then i remembered this is the transcontinental yeah, race of course, and yeah. this is where they send you <laughs> that's funny um but yeah and then so made it up to the top um i took another video with the crazy wind there's yeah. another guy with us um i can't remember the name or number again yeah sure terrible with names <laughs> um but then i kind of i jumped on the bike and, and rode it down the hill yeah. <laughs> the same way you came up yeah oh, exactly wow. the same way and i kind of so i'd done the uh, italy divide a couple of times yeah. and i'm quite used to riding off-road yeah um but inevitably i hit a rock and got oh, another no. pinch flat oh, um but i made it quite a way down like yeah, sure. I, through all the technical stuff i yeah. got through but yeah. then yeah hit a rock oh. um yeah got another puncture after that mm. so there's two on that hill mm. and then yeah finally made it down there was another the thunderstorm kind of came in proper as mm. well mm. it got absolutely soaking wet oh, no. thunder and lightning everywhere they're very dark as yeah. well coming down the yeah. hill and um with all the rain on the road that was hot yeah it's just steam everywhere yeah sure. so you've got rain coming down steam oh, coming up goodness and this freshly tarmac road it's very hard to follow where it's going. Oh, no, um, it was a lovely smooth surface, but you couldn't quite couldn't see. see anything. Um, I mean, you know, sight is overrated when yeah, when doing exactly. a bike race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, had to be super cautious. Um, yeah, got down and down to the the control at the bottom. So um, yeah, that was another couple of pinch flats. The, the so next th day. So this is so that's after checkpoint or control point two. Mm. So how many days are we into it now? So this is. Uh, so that finished at the end of day two. I got oh, okay, to control fine. point at the mid. Well, I thought it was midnight. It was actually eleven because I'd forgotten about the uh, time zone change. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got into the control, checked into my hotel, yeah. um, went to bed, woke up the next morning, had another flat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was, so I you put checked in, back into the hotel. No, I booked, I, booked a massage. I patched the <laughs> yeah. I patched the tube. Yeah, yeah. And uh, plotted a course to Niche in, um, which was kind of en route, a yeah, bit sure. off route. Uh, to find a bike, bike shop. shop yeah gotcha um yeah and that day could have been a really good day i could yeah. have made a lot of ground but yeah. just that kind of you break your rhythm with fixing a flat and having yeah, to go yeah, yeah. buy tubes and, and a new tire i actually yeah. bought two new tires because yeah, i was enough. super paranoid about getting well, more and you didn't know what was coming up either exactly yeah, yeah. um but yeah with the result of the heat um with the result of the bumpy ground and the gravel um yeah i kind of found that the saddle sores had really kind of kicked in yeah sure. uh, by that point and also i think i've got some historical problems with my feet yeah which meant that i get some pretty bad hot feet yeah hot sure, spots. sure sure um for those who don't know what hot feet is it's when you kind of feet get hot yeah but it's there's um <laughs> there's behind your big toe and your foot there's like a like a muscle or a kind of a ligament joint right when your foot gets hot, that swells up. Oh, no. Um, and that swelling causes all sorts of um, pain. Um, and the, the longer you leave it, the more it hurts. Yeah, sure. Um, they're actually quite numb now. Yeah. 
yeah those two things they with the heat and stuff it was yeah. it was getting a bit rough yeah um and it slowed me down a bit yeah i'm not surprised yeah and then um so that's what day three we're into yeah day three i got to the middle of serbia day four was probably one of the hardest yeah sure um in some respects because yeah. from serbia all the way up to the middle of croatia yeah it's pan flat yeah sure like there's no rolling hills yeah. nothing you have to pedal you have to keep pedaling of course the whole yeah. time and there's a headwind yeah obviously because yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going you know east to west so yeah we're going against the God. the tide as it were yeah um was that a big difference between previous years when in previous years it's normally gone from west to east uh i think yeah a little bit yeah sure i i don't know i mean uh, last year was kind of interesting because we went all the way up to Poland and then down oh, of south. Of course, yeah, of course. Um, it was a, yeah, that was quite a cool route, but yeah. um, just in its oddity, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah I don't know. I had never really thought about it. Yeah, okay. Um, but I thought about it a lot this yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> it was at the very Brilliant. forefront of my mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So. Yeah, very cool. Um, and then you know I, I won't put you through kind of day by day but then you know obviously you your next other giving you a couple of problems and that really kind of yeah. seemed to kind of you know put the brakes on so to speak so i first started noticing um some of that in after the flatlands of croatia yeah um and i mean it was just kind of like a weakness it was fine yeah um but I think it's it's a combination, see, with the hot feet, yeah. with the saddle sores, yeah. and also my hands get quite sore when yeah. you're adjusting and moving around. Yeah, of course. Ultimately, something else gives because yeah. your you know your yeah, position's yeah, yeah. getting a bit yeah. awkward. Yeah, my neck started getting a bit weak, um, and yeah, I think just kind of over the time it just kind of built up. Yeah. But from um, from Croatia to excuse me. <clears throat> Had too much food in the, in the <laughs> ferry restaurant. <laughs> I think I think I think you earned it, mate. Don't don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, so from from there to uh, CP3, so basically up through into Austria, yeah, um, and then from Austria across to um, checkpoint three, which is basically the Passa Gardena, yes. and then some very very steep hills all yeah. the way around Bolzano before doing the Timmel's job. Oh God. Um, so I, I I started that with the view of I'm going to do this through the night. Yeah. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Um, I'm going to find my way um, to the the control and then yeah. have a, a rest before yeah. cracking on. And that was going to be my my move up yeah, the course. field, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you like. Yeah. Which um, is what you've done in previous years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the coming out of Bolzano, it must have been about I don't know nine ten o'clock at night. Yeah. There's this road that they sent us up, which was thirty percent. Yeah. Um, for a long way wow uh, and it there's, there was a thunderstorm and it had been raining mm. and there wasn't a lot of grip left on my cleats anyway yeah um, and trying to oh walk up um, a steep yeah. tarmac road which yeah, is yeah, a little yeah. slippery yeah 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 <laughs> pushing a you know an 18 kilo bike and yeah. yourself yeah that took some time and effort yeah um, but I got over it um, and started going up the next part of the hill and I was just just so tired yeah. I had to had to crash out yeah, so I bivied sure. out in a bus shelter yeah um, and I think that combined with the next day which was yeah. even more climbing yes and going up the Timmel's Joch yeah um which is a it's a monster climb yeah um I think I think it's 2,500 and something meters yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a lot of it I think it's about 20k yeah. of 10 percent yeah. average gradient it's steep yeah so you're grinding for a long yeah, time yeah, yeah 
And, you, and it was lovely going up there. You're not on a race bike, you know. Well, you're, technically you're, it's you're, a race bike, yeah, just a different kind of race. Yeah, but yeah. exactly. You're on a, yeah. you know, a bike that's fully loaded up. So yeah. it's not like just, you know, you know, a group of mates going up a, one of these big climbs to take exactly. the bucket list. You've got, you're carrying a, a, a heavy bike. That's, yeah. That's but I up. think that those two days, those previous three days combined with that and then the descent off the Timbershock was into this torrential rainstorm. Yeah, wow. Um, it was just horrible. Mm. It was freezing cold. Mm. It went down to about six, seven degrees. Mm. Um, and that's when my neck really sort of gave out. Okay. Like, and I was like, oh, sh- I don't know what to do with that's this. That's quite scary. Yeah. yeah. And it's the one thing that I've never, I've never had a problem with before. Yeah. So I didn't know how to deal with it. Mm. Like with saddle sores and with hot feet, mm. I know how to manage the problem. I know yeah, how course. to look after yeah. myself a bit in yeah. those areas. And, you know, you just kind of, yeah, you manage the problem. Yeah. Um, but with the the neck, I was like, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Like, it just, I couldn't ride on the aero bars. I yeah. couldn't ride on the drops. Yeah. I couldn't stretch out too yeah. much. It became difficult to ride and, yeah. and very uncomfortable to look around. Yeah, and, sure. Um, it was more kind of like getting a stiff neck rather than yeah. it kind of giving out or anything. Um, but, yeah, I kind of decided to have a good rest. Yeah. Um, I found a really nice hotel next to Checkpoint 3. Yeah, nice. Had a good 12-hour, 16-hour break off the yeah. bike. Um, lots of food. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, um, you and I were texting at that point as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, obviously everybody's following you. And, you know, I know I was not alone in kind of just trying to give you a bit of encouragement to say, mate, don't worry. If you need to take a break, mate, yeah. just take a break. Like, put put your body first. Um yeah, which was good, you know, it was nice. I think everybody was just like, yeah, let's let's get behind him here. Yeah, um, and that that came across and like, yeah, I, I was under no real sort of impression that I, I had to push on with the problem. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was really nice to get those messages mm. through. And mm. I mean, all the way through these things, like yeah. just get a little message pop up yeah, on yeah. your screen, yeah. like whether it's on Instagram or yeah, sure. whatever, that just yeah, like lovely. gives you a nice little lift. It yeah, really cool. does. It, an extra 20 watts or whatever so we um I've, we've got a few questions from from the guys that have been in our sort of dot watch group which we'll get to in a sec um but yeah i mean as we mentioned earlier uh, myself uh, ryan and sarah uh, came to the finish and um it was great you know because often the you know sort of our dot watchers you know kind of the the group of guys who guys and girls who uh, have been watching the race we're waiting for you to finish and you know you know watching the screen and then we see your bouncing you know, dot you see your bouncing your bouncing number your yeah. bouncing dot which means he's finished so it was really it was really interesting not only following it on our phones or laptops but then actually waiting to physically see you yeah. which was really exciting and obviously from our standpoint um there was a level of excitement about seeing you at the finish there was also a level of nervousness of, of actually hang on a minute we're getting excited here but this guy's just cycled four thousand kilometers uh and the last day was really wet yeah um is he going to be happy to see us <laughs> or is he really not going to be liking the attention and you know i mean as i say a massive shout out to kind of all the competitors and all the people who 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 are still doing it but also the the ones who had already finished and there's this really lovely sense of camaraderie at the finish yeah and it was lovely for us to join that and and uh, you know there are a few other family members from other riders there so kind of thank you to kind of say the organizers and also the riders for kind of making us feel welcome but from your standpoint um what was it like coming into a finish knowing that you had some people there because obviously that's a bit of a first yeah it was unusual yeah um at first it was kind of like 
I could, I've got an opportunity to get a lift home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah, is yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, but I also then, well, hang on, how long are they going to stay around for? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So yeah. I was kind of a bit apprehensive, like, when do I need to get there? By yeah, of course. Um, and a little bit of time pressure, kind of like a little bit played on my head. Yeah, a little bit. sure. But um, for the most part, that. I was like, <laughs> I was just super excited to, to catch you guys at the yeah. finish. Um, yeah, I think uh, you guys were like talking about maybe wanting to come and ride with us, and I was like, yeah, actually, you know, for mm. I just wanted to kind of yeah. get the race over yeah, and done yeah. with because I knew that. Um, so we had uh, uh, Hans Gruber. Um, yeah, the guy who was just in front of you. Yeah, just yeah. in front of me, and I had Tanya Hacker just yeah. behind, yeah, and yeah. I was like, I wasn't sure how close the race would be, and yeah, to have you know an entourage of cyclists yeah, with yeah, me, sure, be, sure, that's sure. not quite cool. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's always better just to kind of split yeah, that out and say yeah, yeah, yeah see you at the finish, yeah. cheer, cheer me in, and that that would that that was really awesome. Yeah, that was a special. It moment. was lovely, and and um, you know, obviously, you know, we when we see you normally after these you know races, it's um, a few days later, and you've had a chance to recover. And I must admit, when you came down, it was like, oh, this guy's he's broken. Yeah, he's really <laughs> broken. Um, yeah, and you know, obviously, your neck was sore. Um, but it was great, you know, and, and you know, really, um, obviously, uh, you know, as always, as we've said previously, a huge congratulations for finishing. It is, it is a, a wonderful achievement. And even though the race didn't quite go to plan, top 20 finish is just remarkable, mate. So a yeah. massive well done. Thank you. Um, and, you know, as you know, as I said, you know, a massive shout out to all the other riders. Um, talking about sort of the finish, I mean, obviously, we were there and we had a bag for you, you know, <laughs> yeah. which you had given us um, before. So you didn't have to worry about that. But speaking with the other finishers, and I realise obviously you do this every year. Yeah. The priority is get some sleep, get some food, and, and, then, some and then go buy clothes. Yeah. And there was a clothes shop around the corner that was apparently doing a roaring trade with all yeah. these dirty, smelly cyclists coming in and buying whatever clothes they yeah. could find. I, I've it's, actually it's got a, a collection of clothes yeah. at home from yeah. from various TCRs and, and yeah. Yeah, of kind of slightly dodgy touristy kind of Hawaii yeah, type sure, sure, T-shirts, sure, sure. really but, cheap, yeah. cheap flip flops, basic and, uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's that's part of the fun. Is like you go there with nothing, and yeah. then you you pick stuff up yeah, when yeah, you yeah. can yeah, yeah. when you get there. I mean, I've had to replenish uh, like iPhone cables yeah, and all sorts yeah, yeah. before. Yeah, 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 yeah. You start from scratch. You've got nothing when you rock up. It was amazing. Yeah, seeing you coming in and. Uh, and lovely to you know be a part of it all and you know again you know really big shout out to the tc organizers and Aaron and rory and and the apajuri were there george from apajuri was there and, yeah. and angus and you know a few other sort of photographers it was just you know brilliant brilliant race great to be a part of it and obviously you know uh, if anybody is listening and they're still doing the tcr well done keep going um finishing party is going to be a, a good one yeah. we're actually not there we you know we're on the fit with currently right now on a ferry going home yeah i'm um, pretty gutted actually to be missing all of that mm. um but yeah needs needs must need to get yeah, back sure. home and i've got work on yeah. um tuesday wow and yeah it's Gosh. kind of crazy but yeah that that camaraderie and that bit is probably my favorite part of a lot yeah, of the tcr very, that i've done in the special, past yeah um especially at the finish you're welcoming in, in the yeah. riders yeah you basically just planning go for ice cream yeah. every couple of hours yeah. or food or yeah. or beer or yeah. all three at the same yeah. time yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah um all right yeah, we won't put you through any of the more of the arduous questions but i've uh, got some questions here from some of the guys so um from rob go rob maffey the um, legend how do you deal with a post-ride come down is there a post-ride come down how do you deal with it um it's a good question. So there's a lot of 
Um, I, I've experienced a number of issues with post-ride blues in the okay. past. Um, so it's, I don't know if you call it a come down, it's more of uh, you get back to reality and yeah, you realise sure, sure, that, sure. you know, it's, um, I don't know what the, the right words, but not having something to look forward to, not yes. having something to, to train for. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's it's quite a difficult time. There's yeah. no easy solution. I yeah. think you know, different people have different ways of dealing yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, you know, throwing themselves into something new. Yes. Um, I think one of the things that I've found the best to deal with is yeah. to talk about it. Yeah, lovely. Um, or to write about it. Yeah, so sure. writing blogs yeah. or talking, yeah. um, you know, yeah. I've not really done enough kind of presenting. Like yeah. I'm not great public speaker, but... No, you're not. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, I'm only kidding. No, you've done, you've, we've done stuff in the cafe before. Yeah, and no, it's, that, it's was, been that great. was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, talking about it, it helps yeah, because sure. it it um it yeah it helps kind of process it in mm. some ways and it gives it a bit of meaning so you can then share that information with others and i think yeah. that's a really big part of doing yeah. something like this is yeah. you go away you spend up to two weeks yeah. of just you know putting yourself through hell to get to yeah. the end of this race and yeah. then it stops and yeah. then it's over yeah. you get all this attention and then there's yeah. nothing yeah. Um, but to be able to then sort of like take stuff from that yeah. and process it yeah. write it down yeah. talk about it yeah. makes a huge difference yeah sure yeah wonderful um, what was your uh, from Peter Clifton here um, what was your highest and lowest point um, the highest point was the Timmelstrock at yeah. 2005 sorry <laughs> <laughs> um, no the highest point was actually Paso Gardena um, and coming down there after sunset yeah oh wow it was just stunning oh beautiful like, it's if you've ever been to Corvara in mm. the Dolomites mm. beautiful part of the world yeah, to go yeah, ride yeah. a bike oh, go, go cool. do it yeah yeah put the phone down yeah, yeah, yeah. Book, book a flight yeah, go there lovely. it's yeah this is a special place yeah cool um, the lowest point has to be trying to get through France into a headwind yeah sure for three days three days yeah. <laughs> that's right yeah, it was about three days after you left yeah thousand kilometers three thousand three hundred and something kilometers a day yeah yeah that was pretty dark yeah yeah, yeah. the weather wasn't particularly good you know the yeah. rain was never too bad yeah. it just it got really annoying because your phone gets wet you can't yeah, use course. a touch screen yeah 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 you know. yeah yeah um and there was no ice cream in france no nothing what? nada no, no glace no sans de glace <laughs> no and i found this one i found this one wonderful uh shop and it had um boissons and glaces yeah. it's like yes <laughs> went inside lots of boissons no glaces oh what a pain denied um jamie turney says when does it stop hurting um it kind of doesn't sure. stop hurting yeah i mean yeah there's there's different like so yeah it it really does not on the race it doesn't it stops when you soon after you stop but it takes a little while it just hurts in different ways yeah sure <laughs> is there any bit of kit that you uh wished you didn't take with you that i didn't take with yeah. me. yeah or is there any kit that you wish you had apart from spare tires <laughs> spare tire. I actually yeah, had planned yeah, to take yeah. a spare tire, oh, no, no, no. but I, I, I had not uh -huh. in the end. Um, I needed everything that I had. I actually took three pairs of socks, which was just weird for yeah. me. But I used all three of them. They, oh, they really? all had their purpose. Yeah, wow. Well. Um, so that was, yeah. There's nothing that really I didn't need. Uh, Jamie uh, asks, "Will you be bringing your huge fitness base to local crits for a late season? Some late I season probably races." Probably 
I, I think that's unlikely. Okay, fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm um, sure we can. I'm sure we can talk him out of him, Jamie. Don't worry. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe a bit of revolve, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll see. Um, okay, Matt. Look, we'll leave it there. We just wanted to do a quick wrap up. I appreciate you kind of being a good sport, and it's you know, I, I know you're tired. I know we are, you know, on our way home. But a know, little bit seasick now as a little well. Bit, <laughs> we've got a bit of bit of rock and rolling going on. Um, but yeah, Matt. You know, well done, pal. Um, Thank you. Do you have a word for anybody who's out there still racing? Yeah, um, yeah. Keep going. The end's nearly in sight. Yeah. Um, no matter how far you get, where you get to, yeah. Um, you know, you've done amazing. So, well done. Okay, mate. Well, um, we love you, mate. We're all we're all so proud of you. What you've done. Um, another fourth, your fourth TCR, mate. Massive, yeah. massive. Congrats. And Thank you. Uh, get some well-earned rest. Eat some ice cream. Drink some beer. I'm and, already uh, a few steps ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> and looking forward to your plans next time. Cool. All right, Thanks. buddy. Cheers, pal. Bye-bye.